0: Live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh?
1: Hey there, welcome. Thanks for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and each and every week, Sean and I get together to talk to you about everything it takes to get you ready for retirement. And Sean is the founder and CEO of a local financial advisory firm here, Mueller Retirement Planning. So you want to listen to what he has to say on these topics, because this is what he does for people just like you during the week. And then on the weekend, he just gives away the wisdom that he picks up for free. So that's what this show is all about. Welcome, Sean. Welcome back to the show. Hey, James, another week. Here we are. Yeah, and we're kind of in winding down, coasting part of the year. If you were the financial advisor for the guy that's listening to us right now, and he gave you a call, said, hey, what should I be doing about this time of year? You got any uh, advice for me? What would you tell him?
2: Yeah, yeah, one of the bigger things right now, and this is usually the time of year when you want to start looking – at either uh, required minimum distribution. So if you're of the age of uh, 73 this year, uh, given the new Secure Act 2.0 that was passed December of 2022, they moved that required minimum distribution age to 73. So basically, for those that are listening, if you don't know what a required minimum distribution is, uh, those pre-tax accounts, those traditional IRAs, 401Ks, 403Bs, If you're 73 years old this year, you have to start withdrawing monies out of those because the government wants to start collecting taxes off of it. So you want to make sure to to do that. Uh, and if you're somebody that's been taking it for several years, you better make sure you do it by December 31st, or you can get some pretty severe penalties if you do not.
1: All right. Now this is the, the first year under that rule. Um, I remember it wasn't that long ago, it was 70 and a half and then they moved it to 72 and then they suspended it and then it came back and now it's 73 and then in a few years it'll be 75. So we're just nailing down for this year. It is 73. That's correct. It is 73. I tell you, it is getting so confusing
2: for folks with the SECURE Act and them changing everything. And and to your point, in in 10 years from now, it's age 75. Everybody's like, what what does all of this mean? That's one of the reasons why you come in and seek the advice of a professional because these are the things that we make sure we're satisfying for you when you come in, making sure you take your required minimum distributions, make sure you're taking uh, exactly what you need to take out of there. If you don't need those funds, getting it reinvested potentially in another account. So these are things that we're doing every single day so you guys don't have to sweat it at home.
1: All right, I, I peeked at your notes. It says it's backdoor Roth season.
2: What is that? Oh, yeah. Backdoor Roth for those folks that really can't put into uh, a Roth traditionally because uh, you you most likely make too much. There's income limits when investing in, into Roth, but you could do what's called a backdoor Roth where you first, you contribute to a traditional IRA. Now, when you do that, it, the, again, when, when you have income limits, you're not going to get that tax benefit for doing that. So let's just say for this year, you're over 50. You put $7,500 in a traditional IRA. You immediately convert it to a Roth IRA, therefore, hence the backdoor Roth. So now you have monies in that Roth IRA that can grow tax-free.
1: All right. So uh, Roth season must be completed by December 31st, I guess. Uh, for the
2: conversions, it's uh, December 31st, yes.
1: Okay. So um, what else do we got going on, well, as We're going up to the end of the year. What else needs to happen before 2024
2: hits us? Yeah, for those folks that uh, are charitable inclined, they want to contribute to different charities, you want to do that by December 31st. That way you make sure you're getting the tax benefits for this particular year when doing that. So you might even be giving one of your charities a Christmas gift or something like that. Just make sure you do it by December 31st so you can get the benefits there. For those folks that are over the age of 70 and a half and you want to donate to your qualified charities, you might want to consider doing that out of your traditional IRA because what happens, it will go directly to your charity completely tax-free. With that said, For those folks that are of age of required minimum distributions. So those folks that are 73 and over. If you take monies and you do a qualified charitable distribution from your traditional IRA to your uh, qualified charity, that will help satisfy your required minimum distribution
1: as well. And again, tax-free. I see. that. That's some next level financial planning there. How many people, like, do you even have anyone that's doing a qualified charitable distribution like that? Or Yeah,
2: that absolutely. Clear? Yeah. yeah. For those folks that are over 70 and a half and they know they, they, uh, they're giving to their charities no matter what, uh, you might as well do it out of your uh, IRAs. That way you know it's going there
1: tax-free at that point. Because that's, wh- so, that's weird that, that that age stayed at 70 and a half, but yeah. the required minimum distribution age moved up. But that one stayed the same.
2: Yeah, I I don't know why they did it. I don't know if it was an oversight or what, but yeah, it's weird. They kept that one at 70 and a
1: half. Ah, that's weird because government usually is so thorough and on top of things. Um, <laughs> now, the yeah. one thing that makes people uh, get a rash about Roth conversions and Roth IRAs and Roth contributions is at the end of the year when they have to pay that tax bill now. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a Roth conversion on there, you
2: have to pay taxes in the year you do that conversion. Now, here's the thing. Some folks will will withhold taxes and they'll withhold really all the taxes they're projected to pay on that Roth conversion. So let's just say, for instance, you're doing a $20,000 conversion, you withhold the taxes, maybe 13 grand goes into the Roth and now it has the opportunity to continue to grow tax free at that point. If you're one of the folks that waits until tax season, uh, basically April to pay those taxes and you do a $20,000 Roth conversion, that 20000 will go into your Roth and grow tax-free. So that's more beneficial. I also have some folks that will withhold maybe 50% of what they are projected to owe in taxes on there. So maybe they they don't uh, have all of the taxes come out of that Roth conversion. They just say, look, we'll have half of it come out and then we'll pay the remaining half during tax season.
1: All right. So let's, uh, we're just running through the, our end of the year financial checklist here with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248 988 9696. His website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right. So I imagine there's some people, there's there's a a tiny slice of our audience that is getting right up to that required minimum distribution age. And if they just turn 73 this year, or let's include the people that are turning 73 next year, what is that process like? They've never done this before. So a guy that walks in the door and, and has no prior knowledge, how do you explain to him what he needs to do to make sure he doesn't run afoul of this law?
2: Yeah, I tell them, well, what was the overall value of your pre-tax accounts, those traditional IRAs for the most part, uh, as of really January 1st of this year or January 1st of next year? Well, depending on your age, there's a certain percentage that you have to withdraw out of there. Now, a lot of places uh, will track the required minimum distribution. So they'll basically, they know the value of what the account was, say January 1st. They know your age, so they can calculate that percentage for you, which is great. Uh, not every firm will do that for you. So you might have to manually do it yourself. These are tables that you can find on the internet. If you, if you Google them, you know, SSA.gov has an actual table where you can see, okay, given my age, how much am I going to have to withdraw out of my pre-tax accounts? So these, this is something that we can track for you. Other, uh, companies, again, they put it right on your statement, but, You just got to be prepared to start pulling out of those accounts and start paying taxes. And whether you need the money or not, you have to. If you don't need it, smart thing to do is get it reinvested in some sort of what we would say non-qualified account. So basically a a brokerage account. You have monies in your checking and savings account and you just want to get it invested in in something to get that growth. That's what we would consider non-qualified money. Qualified money is that coming from your IRAs and Roths. That's considered qualified money that's in your retirement plans.
1: And I guess the reason some people are upset about required minimum distributions is they're forced to take money out of their accounts while they have other income than bumps their tax bracket up. Absolutely. We
2: see it all the time with pensions. Uh, then you layer on your required minimum distributions. They're taking Social Security, absolutely can bump you up in, into the next tax bracket. So, what we uh, take a look at is doing s- some Roth conversions, especially leading up to that required minimum distribution age. If you're somebody that maybe you retired at 62, uh, you, at this point, you, you could potentially have uh, 11 or uh, 13 years before you have to start taking your required minimum distribution. So what do we do? We we can go slowly, but surely do some Roth conversions, get that money into the Roth bucket so it Peace grows deal. tax-free.
1: You mean piece by piece?
2: Yep. It, yeah, little by little, piece by piece. So that way you don't have to do such a large portion to, again, bump you up into a higher tax bracket. Therefore, when you have to take your required minimum distributions, it will be much less amount because we've already gotten money out of your traditional IRA into a Roth, allowing that money to grow tax-free. That's Sean
1: Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning 248-988-9696. You can go to MuellerRetirementPlanning.com or you can ask your phone to look up Mueller Retirement Planning and your phone will figure it out. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller.
3: Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. According to the US debt clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax-efficient as possible. Call two four eight. to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement Planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice, investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. He is the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And we want to spend some time today talking about how you can prepare for retirement if you aren't retiring from a corporate job that has a 401k. So these do-it-yourselfers, maybe you're self-employed, or maybe you work for a very small business that doesn't have any sort of company plan. So what do these people do, Sean?
2: Yeah. So first, I like to always go over a couple of interesting stats. So these stats actually come from SCORE.org, which is an organization that helps support small business owners. And according to scores.org, 34% of households don't have a retirement savings plan. And 40% of households don't believe they're able to retire by age of 65. So you know, those are some uh, alarming stats there, especially, you know, 34% don't have a retirement savings plan. You need to start saving for retirement. And, and basically, if you're a self-employed individual, you need to start looking at, you know, some, some different IRAs, some SEP IRAs. So that's a simplified employee pension, uh, simple IRAs. You can look at uh, uh, solo 401ks. So there's ways that you can start setting up uh, investment accounts even when you're a self-employed individual that can uh, help you get some monies put away for retirement.
1: Those stats may sound kind of high to you, but that sounds about right to me. 34% don't have a retirement savings plan. If you're a small business owner, I, you know, I, I don't have i I'm a small business owner. I don't have a a SEP IRA or a simple or one of these other self-employed 401ks set up yet. And I'm kind of getting to the age where, where I'm thinking about it. So how do I know which one to choose?
2: Yeah. So it all depends on the size of your business. That's, that's really important. So for instance, SEP IRAs for self-employed individuals, and really they have at least one employee. You have your simple IRAs for self-employed individuals, and those are for those that have under hundred employees. And then another good one is the self-employed 401k, which is also known as the solo 401k. That's really for anybody who's self-employed, Uh, with no employees. So depending on how much you are able to put away and the type of business that you have and how many employees, then we can start choosing, all right, which one is best specifically for yourself. And each of them have different limits to invest in. And there's other parameters that go around putting monies in. So you know, sitting down with a professional, going over, okay, this is my business. This is how many employees I have. And this is how much I think I can start putting away. Um, Then we can really
1: pick out which one is best for you. So is this something that as a self-employed small business owner, I can do on my own or is it imperative that I call someone like yourself? You can
2: do this on your own. You can open up an account and really start funding it on, uh, you know, by yourself. However, um, do you know that it's the right, you know, IRA for yourself and, and what are the benefits? What are the negatives that come along with this plan? You know, if my business grows larger in the future, how is that going to affect the type of IRA that I open now. So these are all questions that you should go over with a professional so they can help guide you. Okay. If you plan on growing your business, maybe this is a better 401k or IRA plan for yourself. Um, that way you don't have to terminate that in the future.
1: Well, I think the, the big plus of calling you for help would be that I don't have to become an expert in something else now. I, you know, I've I need all my energy and focus on what makes me money and this other, I don't want to have to go learn the differences between a SEP and a self employed 401k is what a pain.
2: That's right. And that's really maybe the reason why you wouldn't have uh, retirement savings at that point. You're focusing solely on your business. You're a self-employed individual and you need all of your time focused on generating revenue for your own business. So any extra time to put in trying to figure out what plan to open, you know, that's wasted time to generate income for yourself.
1: Well, the stat that you mentioned uh, at the beginning of the segment, 40% of small business owners don't believe they'll be able to retire by age 65. Uh, I can be optimistic about that. 60% of small business owners think they'll be able to retire by age 65. I think that sounds a little optimistic. I think working until like 70 sort of sounds like the ballpark a lot of small business owners I interact with are looking at.
2: Yeah, a lot of small business owners do tend to work a little bit longer, and that's for numerous different reasons. A lot of them are still passionate about what they do. There is a reason why they decided to be uh, self-employed. They were passionate about a certain industry. They've been able to grow their business. They're very prideful over that business, so they want to continue to work really as long as they can. Others have some form of uh, an exit strategy, for instance, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But small business owners tend to work a little bit longer, but you got to start planning uh, early for these things. And that's the most important thing. So really, it doesn't always matter when you plan on leaving. But how do we make sure when you leave, uh, it's the most profitable and sufficient way for yourself and your retirement plan?
1: Well, it's also once you've had that business going and you've been building it for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years it's probably making good money and now you got to turn off the spigot when it's finally successful now and i see the the impetus to delay retirement from 65 to 70 at least is is pretty strong just from a, a dollars and cents standpoint
2: Yeah. And to that stat earlier, where 34% really didn't have a retirement savings, they're starting late. So finally, they're getting their small business going. It's in its most profitable years. So now they're making up for lost time. So these are the years where they're really able to, to put the most away into their retirement plans. And that's really where it comes down to, okay, which retirement plan is best for you so we can put away the most possible
1: All right, that's Sean Mueller. He's the financial advisor, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. So if you're within five, maybe 10 years of retirement and you have some of these questions that are mulling through your head, call Sean. Ask him about it. 248-988-9696. All right, so other things, small business owners or really um, anyone getting close to retirement. There's a big transition that happens. You go from being the boss, maybe even having some employees and you're calling all the shots and you have all these people that are relying on you and all this stress and all this purpose. And then all of a sudden, the next day, you're just retired and it all goes away. Talk about that transition. Is that tough for some people?
2: Yeah, some people uh, like my father-in-law don't like to sit still in retirement. Uh, He wants to stay busy and continue to do things and, and travel and you know, live uh, in Florida or wherever it may be for that uh, individual person. But first and foremost, you have to figure out where you wanna live. So do you wanna live here in Michigan? Do you wanna live here in Michigan and maybe in Arizona? Do you wanna move overseas? So you gotta figure out where you wanna live. Do you wanna live in multiple locations in retirement? Then you gotta start thinking about, okay, how much is this gonna cost me in retirement? Uh, You know, you got to start looking at different taxes. So if you're living overseas, uh, what does that look like? What's their tax structure? Are you going to move maybe to a big city and maybe your dream was to move to New York and buy a condo somewhere over there? Uh, Are you paying state and city tax? What does that look like? How much is that going to weigh on your retirement plan? And where are you going to generate that income? you know, from what assets, what accounts, is it going to be guaranteed income? Is it going to be income that will continue to increase to outpace inflation? So these are all things that you need to start thinking about. But
1: first, where do you want to live? Yeah, that's a big one there. Uh, You know, we talk about how some people have a hard time with the transition. Some people are just really fluid with it. I watched my dad retire and he was eager to just shed all of that and sit around and do nothing. But uh, my mom's about to retire and she's a little more active. So I don't I don't is there going to be a clash there when um, they're going to battle over their free time?
2: Maybe (laughs) that that depends on the couple. But, uh, you know, there's definitely plenty to do in retirement. I like to your point, some folks, they just say, you know what, I've been grinding. I've been waking up every day for 30 or 40 years. I'm done. I just want to chill out. I want to wake up whenever I wake up. And go to sleep when I go to sleep, and in between we'll we'll figure it out. Others they like to have a schedule. Still, they want to wake up and go to their Pilates class or their yoga class. You know, meet some friends for lunch, and and you know maybe uh, have a nice barbecue at their house for dinner. So it all depends on the couples, but plenty of couples have you know different ideas of retirement. Um, So, you know, that's going to that depending on your relationship, that's what's going to determine the clashing of that.
1: All right. So let's talk about this process of creating that uh, retirement income strategy. Is this going to be a lot of work? Do I have to go dig out a lot of paperwork? What am I looking at here?
2: Well, the good news is we make it as simple as possible for you. So that initial meeting, you can just come in. If you don't have any of your documents available, that's okay. Just have a general idea of what you have and what your social security might look like. So as long as you have a general idea, that's where we can get started. Uh, And then in that second meeting, before you you come to that second meeting, I I would like for you to to gather some documents. uh, And that way we can have a a really solid understanding of what your accounts look like, how much risk you're taking in those accounts. And after that, you know, we really, uh, you know, steer the ship. We put together your plan. We're showing you where we're going to generate income and what that's going to look like, how we're going to continue to grow those assets, how we're going to protect those assets. So we really make it as painless as possible for yourself.
1: And how much time are we talking about these meetings? How long does that last? Because I know it's not going to be like, I, I I don't have to do anything. There's going to be some sort of effort and investment of time on my part. But what are we looking at?
2: Sure, sure. You know, the initial meeting you're looking at an hour or less, uh, in that second meeting, an hour to an hour and a half, you know, we really want to go over everything and and break it down for you. Uh, one thing we do pride ourselves on is we really want to break things down so you understand what we're actually doing. You might not have a full understanding of how certain investments exactly work and operate, but I want you to be able to look at your accounts and go, okay, in this account, this is where we're going to generate uh, guaranteed income. This account, I know I can't lose. This account's going to be a little bit more aggressive. So I understand that there's going to be a little bit more ups and downs because it's invested directly in the stock market. So I want you to understand the rhyme and the reason of what we're doing. I don't want to just throw out a bunch of words that make me sound smart. I want you to actually understand why we're doing what we're doing.
1: All right. I can feel the guy listening to us right now. He wants to know how far away your office is.
2: Yeah. So the good news is if you don't want to drive into the office, we do Zoom meetings. So I know that saves everyone from commuting. So I have plenty of clients that basically we just stuck to Zoom meetings and they love that. Uh, I always like to, to sit down face to face with folks. We're in Southfield, Michigan, uh, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across from the Southfield Public Library. Uh, a beautiful building It's called the Atrium Building. Uh, newly renovated office. So we would love to see you here uh, sitting across from us.
1: All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you do not have a financial plan already set up and you're getting close to retirement, I cannot stress strongly enough how important it is that you call, go to the website. And if you don't pick Sean, at least you're going through the process and finding the guy who's right for you. But uh, don't put it off. 248 988 9696. 248 988 9696. And uh, the website is just the name of his company, Mueller Retirement I'm James Parker with Sean Mueller. We'll be right back with more Retire Right
3: it's never too late to fine-tune your financial plans to schedule your complimentary visit with sean text visit to 248-988-9696 that's visit to 248-988-9696
1: errors when you're playing a game means oh no you're gonna lose errors when you're talking about your finances means thousands of dollars yeah you
2: don't want to just throw away thousands of dollars flush it down the toilet and just give it to the government and let them kind of blow it on frivolous stuff
1: yeah you know what i think they get enough of my money sean i believe they probably do and i feel the same way welcome back to retire right with sean Mueller and co-host james parker Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. He is the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. If you have a question for him, for the office, for the show, run something by him real quick. And even if you're not a client, give him a call 248-988-9696, the website MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And we're just having a conversation today about the, the differences small business owners face when they're planning for retirement and then going through the process, the phase uh, between the career and the retirement world, it's tough for somebody, and a, a lot of people think that you're just gonna turn off the lights, lock the door, and walk out and be done with your business. But it's really, in in many cases, it's not that simple. A lot of businesses have to have an exit strategy. Yeah,
2: yeah. you're right. It's usually a little bit more complicated than that for most. And I know, you know, you start this small business years and years ago, and you and you might have this. Uh, grand exit strategy in mind of of what that's going to look like. And maybe somebody's going to pay you uh, this lump sum of money for you to walk away. But at the end of the day, every exit strategy is going to look different. And you might feel different when you're potentially selling your company that you built up to somebody down the road. And the money might not at that time be the only thing that's important. It might be the reputation of that company. Is that company going to continue? Will it go on? Or will you just close the doors? You know, is it somebody just going to pay you? You close the doors, you're done. If it continues to go on, you got to start thinking about things. Uh, If somebody buys your business and maybe they keep the name, well, you've built that name up. Uh, What happens if uh, they do something that you wouldn't necessarily do if you own that company? And how is that going to affect the name and reputation that you built up? So you got to start thinking about these things. Uh, when you plan on having that exit strategy, and it depends on the company size as well. Uh, so there's so many different things that come into an exit strategy, and what that may or may not look like for you.
1: Well, it also sounds like uh, another thing that do I have to become a, a a new expert in now exit strategies? Because you know, for anyone who's going to be retired someday, you don't want to retire and then look back at your life's work and just see a pile of smoldering ashes. And uh, an exit strategy is uh, something that you probably need help with because you probably haven't done it before.
2: That is true. And it's something that you start thinking about, you know, really right away when you start setting up a business, it's not as if that's your end goal. But when you sell a company, you want to make it as seamless as possible. So if that company is going to continue after you're gone, well, along the way from the time you start it to the time you continue to build it, you're trying to make your company run as smooth as possible. You want to make sure that uh, you have certain procedures in place. So if a new owner comes in, wants to buy it, it's basically a seamless transition. And when you're able to do that, a lot of times you could potentially get a better buyout at that point, just because everything is going to be much smoother for the new owner. Um, You can continue to either, you know, have the employees that you hired or they might, you know, hire a few more or bring on a few more from maybe their existing company. So these are things that you need to start planning for early on when you're building your small business.
1: Yeah. And some of these service professionals have obvious problems. Like if you're a doctor and you've been treating patients and then all of a sudden you retire, you can't just leave them hanging in the lurch. Have you seen people go through that process of having to hand off all their clients or have someone come assume all of these responsibilities?
2: Yeah. And what happens is a lot of times when that doctor or lawyer uh, is going to be selling their business, they're actually interviewing the person that's going to buy their their business by, you know, the relationships that they built with their clients. Remember, with a lot of these clients, uh, you know, you've been working with them for 10, 20, 30 years, and you've built a, a, a personal relationship with them. And you want to make sure the person that's going to be taking over your business is going to treat them with the care that you would. So you are you really start going out there and you start interviewing who is really uh, what you feel is good enough to buy your business and, and this practice that you've built up over the years. Because again, you want to make sure that your clients or former clients at that point are going to get the proper care that you would give them.
1: All right. We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning about small business owners and what they have to go through in uh, preparing for retirement. And look, that's something that you don't have to worry about. If you work for a big Fortune 500 company and you were just a cog and a much larger machine, and when you go away, they're just going to replace you and no one will know anything different. These things don't even have to cross your mind for one second. But for small business owners, there's a handful of things like this that they have to deal with. A lot of them didn't expect.
2: Yeah, that's true. And you never know what you're going to run into when selling a business. Uh, You know, somebody, when they come in and they're going to, you know, value your company, they're always going to nitpick certain things. So you just never know what you're going to run into. But at least if you start planning for these things early, and as you grow your business, you're growing under the assumption that this is, really how you would like some form of an exit strategy to look like, that's going to be the most important thing because you don't want to finally get to the end there. And then all of a sudden things start piling up and then business deals go bad and people are you know, offering you a lot less than what you could have got for your company or you're being forced to sell in a manner that you're just not comfortable.
1: It has been my observation that uh, the small business owners that I've known and talked to, one strong tip, I have for them is do not touch your retirement savings until it's retirement because I hear horror stories about friends, acquaintances, people who have called into the show and they had to dip into their retirement savings so their business wouldn't go under and they did save their business, but now they don't have anything to retire on.
2: Yeah, that's true. There's always, you know, penalties when it comes to, you know, withdrawing out of retirement plans that you've set up. You know, each one is going to have uh their own stipulations, whether it's age of 59 and a half before you can start withdrawing off of it, uh, whether you have to have the monies in there for five years before you can start taking monies out, whatever it is. So yeah, you know, when you're putting away into these retirement accounts, it's something that you don't even want to think about you just want to have it on autopilot. I put away however much it is, 5%, 10%, 20% of your income into these accounts and basically just think that it's not there. You know, It's going somewhere and then in the future, you're going to you know open up your statement down the road and you're going to have much more money than you ever anticipated and you're never tempted to tap into that. So that's very important. And that is unfortunate, like you said, some small businesses... You know, they get to a point and they're struggling and they need to tap into those accounts to save their business. And like you said, yeah, it's great that they saved the business, but now they have no retirement savings. At least they have their business. Most likely they'll have to work longer than anticipated at that point. But again, that's where we come in, and we can help you plan for that. So you know it's just important that you you start putting away money at a young age, and when you're building your small business, that not only are you putting away money, but you're building it in a way, that uh, is going to be the best uh, exit strategy and, and and all of that, that you could possibly put together.
1: Yeah. And I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot more of these stories, Sean, because the, the people that had to dip into their savings to survive the pandemic, you know, the shutdown or whatever, the, these are delayed effects that aren't going to be felt for a few years, but I have a feeling you're going to be getting calls this year, next year. And for the next few years of people whose retirement plans were decimated from, you know, the, the, Flux that happened during the pandemic.
2: Yeah. Well, think about this. Let's say you have a million dollars in your retirement savings. All of a sudden, the pandemic happens. Now you need to dip into that. So you're not of age yet to pull out of it. So whatever you pull out of it, let's say there's a 10% penalty on there. Okay. So now not only are you paying that 10% penalty that you pulled out of it, we basically lost 33% in about five weeks um, over the pandemic. So now you're not only paying that 10% penalty, your portfolio is losing a third of it that fast. And now you're pulling monies out of it. And yes, we did come back and we did recoup the losses of the pandemic. But as you're continuing every single month to pull off monies to help survive, not only pay uh, for maybe your home and and your personal uh, finances. But but now you have to try to keep your small business afloat when the doors were forced to be shut. So that basically can drain your retirement savings. And it's going to take a long time if you're even one of the lucky ones to even get that back to even.
1: Yeah, that's uh, like a triple quadruple whammy, because you have to cash out more stocks because the stock market crashed. Uh, You have to pay the the taxes. You have to pay the 10 percent penalty or whatever it is. And then you miss all that opportunity when the market bounces back. You have fewer stocks in there to rebound with. And what a beating these people took. Just And I understand why they did it. They had to save their baby. They had to save their cash cow, the thing that's been feeding their family for decades or whatever. I, I understand. They're just in a bad spot now.
2: Yeah. And that's why you when you're setting up a, a retirement plan, you have different tiers for these monies. You, you, know, you have your safe money. Uh, you know where it's really not going to make much in your checking and savings account, but it's liquid. You can get to it quick. You have your your CDs or your fixed annuities that are going to pay you out a certain percentage for a certain period of time. So you know that's not going to be in the market, but you're still getting some form of return. Um, you have your more growth stuff, so things that may be in the stock market. You know different stocks and bonds and, and that. So you want you know your money's in different tiers, so you know all right what's protected how much on average can I expect to get as far as a return? Because if you have all of your money just in the stock market and something like that happens, good luck. Yeah, you, know, you can be the most sophisticated uh, stock trader in the world. You're still going to get hit hard. You know, Warren Buffett, take a look at uh, Berkshire Hathaway. They got hit real hard over that time period. So the best in the world are going to get hit. That's why you need to protect your money.
1: So what can you do if you've lost ground and you're trying to make it up besides just saving? Like, where do you save it? How much do you save? How, How do you make sure you don't run out?
2: Well, first and foremost, you need a budget. You need to understand what you're spending. You need to take a hard look in the mirror and say, okay, do I really need these things? Do I really need to go out and eat every weekend? You know, do I need the newest shoes or jacket or whatever it may be? Everybody's different. So you need to take a hard look in the mirror and and potentially start cutting out some things and, and get on a hard budget. And that's going to be a hard budget for you personally. And if you're a small business owner, it's getting on a budget for your business. You you can't just throw monies away. So you have to start with a solid foundation, and that is having a budget.
1: All right, Sean Mueller of Mueller Retirement Planning. Uh, the guy, he is convinced he is 10, maybe five years from retirement. He's thinking about giving you a call. What can he expect when he makes the call?
2: Yeah. uh, So depending on if you want to come into the office or do a Zoom, we're going to get you on the calendar. Uh, If you have some documents available, your investment documents, you know, social security documents, great. That gives us a nice start. If not, just have a general idea. You can sit down. It's a conversation. It's really, you know, like we like to say, it's our first date. We're getting to know one another. I want you to know me more. I want you to know our philosophy. And I really want to know, you know, what got you to this point? Have you been saving? How much? How do you feel about retirement? What's your dreams as far as retirement goes? Do you want to live here in Michigan or in Florida? Uh, What does that look like for you? Do you actually have a real retirement plan right now? Do you understand where you're going to get the income uh, off of these investments so these are all the things that we start asking and really just want to get your uh, get you thinking about you know um, where we're gonna generate income and how we're going to protect your monies
1: all right small business owners self-employed people really anyone in the the retirement game give Sean a call 248 988 nine eight eight9696 the website is just the name of his business Mueller retirement com. Mueller retirement planning. Com. That's Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right.
3: Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word BOOK to 248-988-9696. That's BOOK to 248-988-9696.
4: Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and much more. To get your retire right pack, text right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your retire right pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting right to 248-988-9696. That's right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through A.E. Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hey there, you're listening to
1: Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and Sean Mueller is the founder and CEO of a local financial advisory firm. So we usually spend the whole hour talking about anything it takes to get you ready for retirement. But I want to stop down for a second and talk about Sean a little bit because you don't know him that well. You've been hearing him on the radio and sure he uh, knows what he's talking about when it comes to money and finances and investing and social security and estate planning and all this good stuff. But what makes you tick, Sean? Why did you become a financial professional to begin with?
2: Great question. So uh, basically, uh, man, it started... I want to say about 13, 14 years ago now. Uh, this was back in, it was like 2009. Uh, my wife and I actually, uh, girlfriend at the time, uh, moved out to Los Angeles after we finished college. And uh, if you guys remember back in 2009, it was a rough time. Uh, it was, the jobs were scarce. I had no idea what I wanted to do yet. And I had student loan debt. Unfortunately, I had some credit card debt. And I was trying to find a place to where I could really uh, build a career. You know, I just wanted to find a company that I could fit in. Again, still didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was frustrated. It was hard to find a place to get an actual job and build a career uh, in that field. So then I started thinking, you know what, how am I going to get out of this situation? Why don't I get into an industry that can teach me how to get out of this situation? So I started studying Uh, that night. I signed up and started studying for my first of, I don't know how many tests I've taken over my 13, 14 year career and uh, got a job, started from the bottom up, got a job at Bank of America as a teller. I said, hey, this is a great way to at least break into the industry. There's no real jobs available right now. Let's start there. So I started there and started growing. Uh, I was working at uh, Merrill Lynch and Wells Fargo. And I was learning the accumulation portion of this industry when you're putting into those 401ks and those IRAs and all that knowledge was great. And it helped me get out of debt. Then I started thinking, how is retirement different? You're now creating a paycheck off the dollars that you saved. Well, how do you do that? How do you make sure you protect that, generate enough income for your lifestyle and continue to grow those monies as well? So I started getting obsessed with retirement planning and I got a job at a retirement planning firm and it was great. And then I was like, well, you know what? I, I can do this myself. And I can take what I feel is a more hybrid approach. There's all these different investments out there. There's you know, insurance as well and estate planning. And h- how do you make sure that all these things coexist inside of a portfolio, inside of a retirement plan? And I feel like that's what we do a good job at. We're able to take a look at all these different investments and what's available out there and really create a retirement plan specifically for you and yourself and your needs. And we also like to educate folks. I feel like we do a really good job at educating. I want to be able to give you uh, the pros and the cons to all these different investments and and really just show you, hey, we can take uh, approach A, approach B, approach C to your retirement plan. What way do you feel it, you're going to be most comfortable with? And, and then again, show you the pros and cons to that. And and i really enjoy doing this you know you're helping folks you're educating folks you're making sure that folks don't run out of money and live the retirement they've dreamt of and a lot of folks just don't know how to do that and how to set up their their assets to go the distance and that's what we really pride ourselves on
1: what do you think you would be doing if you didn't pursue financial planning that's a great question
2: um, maybe real estate maybe uh, maybe flip some homes uh, you know a long time ago i I had a uh, had a dream of, of being in the entertainment industry, you know, just doing something as, as far as entertainment whether it be, you know, originally it was, it was potentially being an actor. Uh, I just knew it was going to get me out of my comfort zone and, uh, but maybe, maybe working on set, uh, you know, in the entertainment industry or something like that. I think that would be a lot of fun as well. I did not see that coming. Yeah. If it wasn't that, again, I think maybe something in real estate would, would be a lot of fun.
1: Well, for those of us who do not have a financial advisor, what's the one thing about financial advisors we need to know? Well, there's a few things that,
2: that I feel set us apart. And if you're looking for a financial advisor, it's it's some things that I would look for. And for one, it's being a fiduciary, you know, everything that you do is in the client's best interest. And you'd be shocked at how many folks out there don't abide by that. So you want to make sure that they're a fiduciary. You want to make sure, and in my opinion, that, uh, that, that, they're, they're really independent in some form or fashion that they're not, they don't have some commitments to certain uh, products or portfolios. They can really go out in the industry and look for what's best for you and your actual needs. Concierge based, I I like to say, basically uh, going with a firm that makes you feel important because you are important. A firm that is not going to take them two or three days to return your calls, return your emails. We pride ourselves in service. We give top tier service to our clients. Uh, because they deserve it. You know, They're trusting us with their life savings. And we want to make sure they understand that every day we wake up, uh, that's our number one goal is to protect their monies, grow their monies, generate income for them forever. Uh, so those are just some of the things that I would look at as far as going out and looking for a financial advisor.
1: Well, what would you tell a guy who's been a do-it-yourself investor and been doing just fine all these few years without any help? Thank you very much. Why should he look into maybe bringing on Sean Mueller to, to help him out with his finances?
2: Well, you're not going to be able to do it forever. And just because you bring in a financial advisor to help you doesn't mean it's an all or nothing sort of thing. And and I say that about a lot of different investments and things that we look at. I, I mentioned it you know, earlier in the show about uh, long-term care when you don't have to look at long-term care as an all or nothing sort of thing. So, you know, basically you can, you know, bring us on if you're a do-it-yourselfer and we can manage alongside of of what you're doing, help complement what you're doing. And then you actually have a relationship. So in the event you're no longer able to do it or if you're married and basically something happens to you, your spouse has a relationship with somebody. That's huge because a lot of folks do get joy out of doing it and and they do uh, do a lot of research. It's not as if they're just, uh, you know, kind of picking a few stocks here or there, they take it serious as well. And they're educating themselves on, on doing it, but you're not going to be able to do it forever. So having a relationship, bouncing ideas off somebody, uh, th- I would say that's
1: pretty important. All right. So you started off in the financial world and evolved into the founder and CEO of your own financial advisory firm. You do live events in the community of no cost. And then on top of that, you're giving away a book. You put all the time and effort and editing and Just what a pain in the neck it is to write a book. And now you turn around and you're giving it away. Explain yourself, Sean.
2: Again, we want to be able to educate. And for those folks that are listening, we appreciate that you're listening because you are the folks that want that education. We want to be able to educate you even further. Give you uh, my book. It's called Retire Right Drown Out the Noise, where we go over a lot of this stuff when we're talking about Social Security and pensions and income and retirement and estate planning and all that stuff. So if you text, Book BOOK to 248 988 9696. You can get your free copy. Or if you don't want a free copy, feel free to go on Amazon and buy it. It's there as well. But if you want your free copy, 2489-8896-96, text book. You can also call that same number, set up an appointment. Go to our website at mullerretirementplanning.com and set up the appointment. Remember, guys, we're in your local area. We are in Southfield, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road right across the street from the Southfield Public Library in the atrium building. We'd love to see you in person. Again, that first meeting, that second meeting, we're educating you, we're giving you all this knowledge so you guys can make the best decision for your financial
1: future. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.
0: Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed
3: by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.